following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is, will the home appraisal give me the value I need? Appraiser and mortgage officers explore helpful information and resources. Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with show notes, and you can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, April 24th, 2021, at 901-535-9732. All right. Well, you know who's in the studio. (laughs) Well, will the home appraisal give you the value you need? Uh, We're going to explore some helpful information and resources you need to know when you're trying to consider paying a higher price for a um, over-the-homes list price if you're out there trying to buy a home. And it may be because you want to refinance and pull some cash out to remodel or upgrade your home where you live right now. Well, back in the co-host chair, we have expert appraiser Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. Tom has been busy, busy appraising homes for people buying buying houses, refinancing the houses they already own. I think, Tom, you are working way past midnight and probably getting up before sunrise to take care of your clients. All right, Joe, I appreciate that. Yes, it's, it's an amazing, amazing time to be in this business. Uh, one of the things that I'm seeing is, obviously, it's the appraisal that everybody's worried about. Um, you know, a, a real estate agent has uh, have has customers. Everyone's a buyer right now. A lot of people want to buy a house. You know, they've put an offer in. They've got 20 offers. Their offer comes in. Now it's time to worry about the appraisal. And uh, one of the things I think I'm doing different is, you know, the appraisers are supposed to reflect what the market's doing. And uh, when there are a lot of homes on the market and – you know, there's a few buyers uh-huh. of we can stay within what they call that one mile range uh-huh. and and uh, probably find some sales. But, you know, right now, people are looking for and said, I'll, I want a house, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, I, if, if I want it in Cordova, I don't care if it's near Wolf River uh, South or Highway 64 to the north, you know, just find me something in that area. And uh, that's, yeah. I, I think what I'm doing is widening out my area uh-huh. to search and uh, really forgetting about that one mile rule if it's in a comparable market area. And uh, that helps me find the sales that maybe I need to uh, uh, come in at that value. Well, you know, I, th- I, th- I can absolutely um Come in right behind you and say, I agree. I'm seeing that with my clients in the mortgage office. But, you know, Tom, some of the most common conversations that I've been having with these mortgage customers that are, they're they're concerned about how much value they're going to get on the home appraisal, whether they're buying the home or whether they're refinancing it. And these calls come from customers who want to get a cash out refinance to remodel their home where they live. We also get calls from customers competing with multiple other offers to buy a home, and they want to know, how much higher than the asking price should I offer on this home? 
Do you think it's going to appraise for that much? And those are the two questions they'll ask when they call. Prices on homes are continuing to rise. I think we were talking about that this morning before we even got on the air. The median home price is is around right now is around three hundred and twenty nine thousand one hundred. It's up this week seventeen percent year over year. And homes are still affordable right now. Affordability is not determined by median home price. Affordability is calculated by appreciation and and Comparing that to the wage wages and, and wage growth and things like that, interest rates, those kind of things. Appreciation and wage comparisons are still, right now, acceptable. For instance, the median home price right now is skewed because sales on the lower price homes are down 25%. There's just not that many available homes in the lower priced areas that are available to sell. While on the other end of the spectrum, homes selling for above $1 million are up 108%. So you've got a whole lot of, when you're doing a median home price, you've got a whole lot of homes on the upper end and not too many on the lower end. That makes the median home price larger, but we're still in a good position if you're looking at appreciation versus the... um, Wages and you know the the median is not the average, right? Is what people misinterpret sometimes. The median means there's just as many homes above that price as there are below exactly. that price. Exactly. So it's not not really an average, right? And that is why the having not too many houses on the low end is skewing that number. But that's a perfect perfect example. Uh, longer range predictions are for demand to remain high for real estate for a few years to come. And this forecast is based on the emerging households coming from the aging millennial generation and the Z generation or Generation Z. These generations will continue to need more housing because they're starting new households and they're expanding the size of their families. They're going to continue to need housing to meet those needs. And if you want to, I mean, if you want to do your homework to estimate the highest value you can get on an appraisal for refinancing your home or the highest value you should pay over the list price to buy a home, here are some tools available for you to use. Number one, a very good experienced realtor. These realtors that are working in that neighborhood on the house where you're interested, these realtors have a lot of very detailed data on what is sold, how big the houses are, how many bedrooms and baths, all of that, and square foot living area square footage. It's a great preliminary effort to go and use that and, and get, get comparable sales that way. Also, in Memphis, you can check your city newspaper for a lot of good detailed data from like Chandler Reports. If you go to um, ChandlerReports.com, it's a subscription fee or you have to pay a fee, but it's if you're in the business of maybe rental property and you're going to be using it more than once, it's a pretty good deal. And then there's, of course, appraisers like Tom King. And Tom, if you know, Tom, you've done preliminary private appraisals sometimes, especially with like divorces and estates and cash sales and things like that, where people want to know before they list a house or they even want to know before they make any kind of transaction among family what is this house worth Uh, that's right joe and it's a lot of fun doing that and 
there are people that say, um, an older person that might say, I want to sell my house to one of my children and not to uh, uh, mess up the other people. So I want a fair price. So everybody is treated fairly. Uh, those kind of things, uh, divorce appraisals are always uh, fun and challenging at the same time. Uh, I tell people, I said, my goal is to make you both mad. Because if, if both of you are mad, uh, one one thinks it's too high, one thinks it's too low, I probably nailed the value right on the money. So uh, those are the kind of things I do, mortgage loan appraisals, relocation, and all that good stuff. How do we contact you, Tom? Uh, give me a call at 901-487-6989. Well, and, you know, if you're a realtor or a mortgage officer, it really does pay to know your way around the neighborhood. Uh, it pays to know your way around a real estate appraisal. And what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. Yeah, call me right. after the show. You can call me during the week after the show, even 901-482-0354, or you can just you can email me, jo at jogarner.com. And when we come back, Tom's going to be offering some great information. We're going to do the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Uh, Tom's going to be talking about how appraisers pick the comparable sales that they're going to use to determine the value on your home. And here's a hint. It may not be the house across the street. But, uh, yeah, keep stay with us, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Names are changed and minute details on stories shared on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to protect privacy. Hi, I'm Miranda Griffin with Healthy Mid-South in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Yep, lifting it higher and higher. We're talking about with the home appraisal. Well, the home appraisal, give me the value I need. And right now, the values, Tom King, are going up higher and higher. <laughs> That's right. And I don't think I don't see any change to it because the number of listings is just nothing. There's no listing. There are no listings at all. Well, and we encourage you guys, man, if, if you even thought about selling, uh, this may be a really good sign that maybe you could do that. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage officer. I would love to be yours. You can find me hanging around over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area on Timber Creek. And of course, Tom is local and we um, we love, we love work, talking real estate and working with you. And right now, we're going to take a break. We're going to do something we love to do almost every week, and that is the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by Jimmy Ogle, our notable Memphis historian. And Jimmy, you can find a lot of his lectures over by going to Google uh, Pink Palace 
and the Memphis History Lectures. You can also go to jimmyogle.com. That's jimmyogle.com. And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon. And you can uh, connect with John and Jennifer for your landscaping needs at 901-754-7474. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person who calls with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the correct answer to our trivia contest... Give us a call up here in the studio at 901-535-9732. And we're going to go now. And Tom King, what are our questions and some of our hints? I think this is an easy one. I'm part of a recognition program on a famous street in downtown Memphis. Probably the most famous street in downtown Memphis. (laughs) I was begun by John Elkington in 1983. I have over 160 members now. And one of my latest inductees was Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy Ogle and, himself. And I'll, I'll give one my, I just pulled out of the air. I said, you have to look down to find it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All you right. have to look down give to find it. Give us a call that. at 901-535-9732. Very good. Very good, Tom. Well, you know, Tom, just let's just do a little, a little basic stuff. What is the difference between a home appraisal and a home inspection? Real quick. All right. I am a home appraiser. I look for value. Uh, If there's anything super obvious, I have to take a picture of it, like rotted wood or a a rusted air conditioner, uh, stains on the ceilings. I take pictures of that, and I kind of wave the red flag. Mm -hmm. A home inspector uh, inspects the heat, the air, turns on the dishwasher, checks all the uh, uh, electrical outlets, uh, does all this stuff, turns on the oven, make sure it's the right temperature and all that. I don't do that. Right. So and, and mortgage companies, the, we don't even require an inspection. We we recommend one, but we don't require them. We do require a lot of times an appraisal. And, and, a, and a, in an appraisal, we recommend an inspection, too. Yes, you do, Tom. And OK, what's the difference between a home appraisal and a tax appraisal? All right. That's a great one. Since everyone got their new tax uh, 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 appraisals this year. A tax appraisal is based on a value, and that value right now is uh, effective January 1st of 2021. And the tax appraiser uses sales that are up to two years old from there. Now, we've gone six months, five months past that January 1, 2021 time. So the tax appraisal is really a retrospective value of what things are happening now, especially in a in a fast changing market. Right. The and that tax appraisal will be there for the next uh, four years. I think they may say they may do it every two years, but right now that value is that value is going to be there for four years. Yes. So uh, that value doesn't really reflect what the current market is. Explain the firewall between the appraiser and the lender. All right, that's kind of technical, but in the old days, uh, a mortgage loan officer would would literally give me a call and say, uh, uh, "Hey, if you can appraise this house for so much, you you know you got the value, you, you know you got the job." 
that's not done anymore, and, and that was the reason for a lot of fraud in the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot collusion. of collusion, yeah, collusion, and all that, or or they'd say, "Man, if you can if you can uh, get this value this time, you'll be my quote go to guy." Uh-huh. And can't uh, do that anymore. Now we have to go through that. these Amer- uh, appraisal management. Yeah, now, companies. now there's no mm-hmm. cl- no talking at all between the mortgage loan officers and the appraisers. None whatsoever. And we go through an appraisal management company, which is just like a firewall, mm-hmm. which means that, you know, that fire stops right there. So uh, that's it. OK, so now let's talk about bracketing. Now, when you do a home appraisal for a mortgage company, you don't use the cost approach like insurance companies do. You don't use the income method in most cases, unless it's a multi-unit, but most of the time you use sales, comparable houses that have sold within the in that neighborhood within the last, well, recent period of time. But now, a lot of people will call me and they'll say, Joe, we want to buy this house, and the house, or we want to refinance our house. The house across the street, it sold for 300000 about about a month ago. And I'm like, really? Well, how, how big is it? Well, it's about uh, 2,500 square feet. I said, how many square feet does your house have? Well, we have 1,900. More than likely, the, the appraiser's not going to use that, uh, that comparable sale across the street. Talk about bracketing when right. you're determining that. All right, bracketing is nothing more than uh, going high and going low uh-huh. around a certain uh, uh, aspect of the house. Usually it's square footage. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a house with 2,000 square feet, what I like to do is go 15 to 20% either way. So that means uh, like 1,700 to 2,300. And you must use sales that have less than 2,000 square feet and sales that have more than 2,000 square feet. And that's true with uh, uh, baths, uh, a little true of bedrooms. That's not as as important. The number uh, of baths, yeah, number of yeah. bedrooms. The same way with a with a garage. You say if you got a house with a four car garage, they want a four car garage sale. And the same with a pool. Uh-huh. If you've got a house with a pool, they want a sale with a pool. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what bracketing is. It's just using uh, every everything higher and below. The, so I do uh, uh, review appraisals, and some of the most fraudulent I've seen are where a house has 2,000 square feet. They compare it with houses that are 2,400 square right. feet and use a factor of like $5 a square foot to adjust for the size uh-huh. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And and that's the sign of a, of a fraudulent appraisal. Right. Gotcha. That's a very, very good answer. What are, see, square footage, that's living space square footage. Heated living area. He yes. did, heated living, living area. You look at the age of the property. You try to compare houses that are the same age. I know some people are like, well, we're living in this subdivision it's older but the one right behind us man those houses are selling for four hundred thousand they have to be new (laughs) but they're new (laughs) yeah so you wouldn't really necessarily compare those those sales help it's always if you're in Uh an area of two hundred fifty thousand dollar houses and they're building half a million dollar houses in your backyard (laughs) that doesn't hurt a bit (laughs) but probably yeah well you may not not see that as a comp that won't that won't count as a sale right gotcha okay so very good that is bracketing because you have to have a you have to pepper it with a variety of 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 similar type homes but not necessarily the one across the street and the one next door that's right right. okay so that's bracketing let's talk about uh give some examples of appraisals you've done when the buyer offers a higher price than the sales price listed on the home when has this worked 
and when has it not worked and why? Well, you know, Joe, like two or three years ago, we were saying, hey, if you want the seller to uh, pay a little closing cost, you may want to go a little bit over list. Now going over list is the norm. Right. It really is. Without the seller paying yeah. the cost. Yes. And and uh, uh, I did one this week where the house was listed at 225 and the winning contract was for 250 Not only was the winning contract 250 but they said, We'll pay ten thousand dollars over the appraised value up to two fifty. So that means if I come in at uh, two forty one, you know that contract's still good, and those people are buying the house. And that's one of the key factors in what happens. You know how the winning contract if is chosen. Like if you if you got fifteen offers, the appraisal is really the key factor in in many of those. Another one I'll I'll say real quick was if the if the appraisal comes in at a, a one price, it's this we'll pay this much for it. If it comes in at another price, we'll pay this much for it, or we'll pay a thousand dollars over. And you're the seeing that a lot now, aren't I'm, you? I'm seeing it. It's it's just uh, uh, absolutely incredible. And on another one, they said we'll beat any offer by five thousand dollars <laughs> up up to another. Uh, you know, up to another value. So it's it's incredible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's what's going on. Today is April 24th, 2021. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland because after 32 years in the business, it's hard to believe what we see, but it's still good for buyers because your rate is so low. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking about will the home appraisal give me the value I need. So hang out with us when we come back. I'm going to be sharing some stories of how people have been able to get around some appraisal issues. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Janelle Holloway with Ego Hollow Enterprises. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. 21. Take away nine, twelve little children stand in line. From that take two and that leaves you ten. Take away eight and you got two again. Yeah, you got two again. You got two again. You used to love me once, now you got two again. That's Dean Martin and um Roger Miller. Long time ago. It's called 21, and you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're talking about, will the home appraisal give me the value? Will it give me the number I need? And so Tom and I are up here. We're exploring some helpful information and resources for you if you're trying to refinance your home or if you're trying to buy a home, sell a home. But before we jump into our topics, we've got a trivia winner. For the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, it's uh, brought to you by Jimmy Ogle, our, our Memphis historian, and also John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscaping. So, Bob, congratulations. We're so happy you won. What's the answer? Thank you, Joe. I've been there several times, and I recall some brass engraved music notes on the sidewalk. Now that's right, Bob. Good to hear from you. Boy. What was your first clue, or did I give it away when I said look down? Well, yeah, when you said on the sidewalk, I was trying to remember what was on the sidewalk. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, it's it's a great place to be, and uh, 
just a, yes, a fantastic addition to uh, the Memphis in general. It's uh, everyone wants to go to Beale Street when they uh, when they get here. But it's good to hear from you. Absolutely, we enjoyed very much. All right, thank well, you, thank you, Bob, and congratulations. You. Um, you know, we're talking about value. Will the home appraisal give me the value I need? And here's some common misconceptions that homeowners have when they're trying to guess the value on their home before they start a refinance process. And in the mortgage business, we see this. A lot. Um, the 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 one number one is they'll call and say, "Well, the house across the street sold for this really high price, so my house should appraise for that amount." Appraisers are required, like Tom said earlier, by lenders to use bracketing. That means they are required to use at least one lower priced home in the comparison, one higher priced or, uh, home in the comparison, or one superior home. They say and at least one comparable sale outside the immediate neighborhood. So maybe the house across the street would be a comparable, maybe not. So remember that. And the home may appraise for more if the owner has invested in updating the countertops, the flooring, fixtures, adding other desirable amenities. That's that's right. Sometimes that house across the street has the uh, fuzzy wallpaper in the, <laughs> in the entry hall and the uh, uh, the flowered wallpaper in the kitchen along with the uh, formica countertops and the vinyl floor and you, you're sitting over there with granite and you know stainless steel appliances and it makes a difference doesn't and, it and new tile in the kitchen and baths and so the house across the street could be the worst sale that uh, I could use as a comparable. Well, I've got a story about Randy, the realtor. Now, this actually happened about three years ago. So, um, it three or four years ago. So, we were not in the highly competitive market we're in now. But I know this still happens with some of our more astute realtors that do their homework. But Randy, the realtor, I call it, he scopes out a solution to raise a low appraisal value. Well, the real estate professionals who can analyze a home appraisal bring massive value to a real estate transaction and to their customers. Randy, the realtor, sold his listing to a buyer for about $250,000 back then in a neighborhood where most of the homeowners had upgraded their homes. Well, Randy's seller on the property he had listed for sale had upgraded their home with granite countertops, like you said, Tom, hardwood floors, updated the plumbing fixtures in the kitchen, the bathroom. The appraisal came in $10,000 lower than the sales price. And back then, that was an issue for the seller because they didn't have it to give. So Randy, the realtor, put on his sleuthing cap and started researching the homes the, the, that the appraiser used as comparable sales. Well, Randy knew that neighborhood inside and out. And he found that the appraiser had used some homes that had not been updated when he was calculating the value for this listing. So very tactfully, Randy, the realtor, well, he had his um, his homeowner write a letter and point this out to the appraiser. And we didn't we didn't get the full ten thousand lost there one back, but we did win back eight thousand dollars of the ten thousand. So it made the deal go through. You know, it pays to know your way around the neighborhood. It pays to know your way around a real estate appraisal. And it pays to have a good agent. That's right. It does. <laughs> it does. It really does. So what are some resources that homeowners can tap to make a better preliminary estimate on their home value before embarking on a plan to, say, refinance? Well, realtors. Thank you, Tom. You just teed this this golf ball right up. <laughs> Realtors are the number one source for 
good data, local data for your neighborhood. The realtors selling in your neighborhood neighborhood right now have studied the sales data that affect your home. Most realtors are happy to supply you this sales data for free just to help you make an educated preliminary guess on the value of your home if you're like refinancing. For a reasonable fee, you can get some really good data from ChandlerReports.com. That's local to Memphis. If you're li- listening outside of the Memphis area, you can contact your um, your newspaper, and a lot of times they're connected with services very specific uh, specific to real estate data like Chandler Reports here in Memphis. But that's a good one, especially if you're a real estate investor and you really want to know what's going on and you're going to use it more than once. Lastly, private appraisers like Tom King. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. Okay, so what are some rules of thumb to home buyers that they want to use when offering over a list price on a home? They they want they know they're going to have to over uh, offer over the list price because there's multiple offers already have been uh, put in and they're competing. But how much over the asking price should they bid with their offer? Well, here's an example using a tool that our mortgage manager and I use to determine how long it's going to take that home buyer to see the home come up to the value he paid over the list price. And this isn't 100% accurate, just so you know. Nobody has a crystal ball, but we look at trajectories and how the the appreciation is moving and what depreciation is projected to be. So I put one in last night. I used a home around Kirby and Quince. It's in East Memphis. The price was 200900 The home buyer offered 205900 They offered 5000 over the list price. The house was uh, actual value, according to this tool, was 200000 Well, based on current appreciation rates, it would take the home buyer 13 months for the house he bought to increase in value enough to meet the, the price he offered. And that's just, an, that's just an example of a tool that some mortgage officers like myself and my manager use what are some common appraisal problems that stop the mortgage process? Repair issues. Tom, what are some repairs that you have to notate on an appraisal that you know the lender's probably going to require that to be done before closing? Some of the health and safety uh, are the big things. And uh, one of them I, did, I saw the other day, uh, you know, uh, gas heat has to be vented. Every time you see a gas heater, mm-hmm. you see a little vent and a pipe that goes up right. to the ceiling. Now I, I did one where the vent was one place, and the 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 vent that went out to the ceiling was four or five inches away. That's a health and safety issue. Yes. And I, I told this was a tenant that had it, and I said, if you turn that heat on, you're you're releasing carbon monoxide into the uh, attic that could get into your house. That's a that's a killer right uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. And, and those are the kind of things that that kind of make me mad. Uh, by golly, we're going to get that fixed. Right. That's exactly. going to be a heavy-duty repair item. Uh, bad roof. Uh, if you see stains in the ceiling, you can ask them, well, I got the roof replaced, but I, I hadn't fixed the ceiling yet. I can tell that. But uh, things like that that are that are bad. And I may say that a storage building is not included in the value, but it's not a health and safety issue. If it is, it's got to be torn down. Right, right. If, if I put my hand on it and it moves a little bit, that's... <laughs> 
Um, that's that's probably a, a health and safety <laughs> issue. <laughs> that's right. If the heating and air is obviously not working, you're not going to go get behind. You're not going to open up any panels or anything. But if the electrical is out or the plumbing is leaking or the HVAC is definitely not working, you would make a note of that. On every appraisal I, I put on there, uh, at the time of inspection, the utilities were on and working at the time. Now, a lot of times you'll see a vacant house and the hot water won't be on. Well, you know, that means that I'm liable for the hot water heater. Mm-hmm. So if that hot water's own, not own, then I've got to require yeah, or, or the water to... or the water be turned off. And I say have the water turned on and the hot water working. Yes. And it's really good to have the utilities on. But Definitely. there's there's other other issues. I'll just cover them real quick cuz I want to tell you all a quick story before we have to go, but here's some more. Uh, a low value can be an issue and hopefully uh well Tom, Tom knows how to appeal low values, and I can share those with you, too. Zoning issues, code violations, check the covenants and restrictions in your neighborhood before you try to build something or park something big in your uh, space. Survey problems, uh, overbuilding for the surrounding neighborhood. You want to build this huge addition, but there's no houses in the neighborhood that big. Uh, you're probably not going to get your money out of that. Watch out for structures that are not common to the area, like a dome home, dome house or a log house, and there's no other log houses or dome houses selling around you. Watch out for that. That can be problematic. Too much acreage. You've got 100 acres, and nobody sells more than five acres with a house in the area. But that's, that's a few. Let me tell a quick story. I want to tell you a story about Tal and Tia Tompkins. They're empty nesters, and I call it... Um, Roof causes a leak in the mortgage approval. So they were empty nesters. They wanted to downsize to a home with just enough room to have the kids and grandkids over to visit, but not big enough for everyone to get comfortable moving back in with mom and dad. Their spacious five-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath mansion with a barn and acreage to mow was cramping their budget. So one of the lifelong dreams that Tal and Tia have had yearn for is to travel around the world doing cruise ship vacations with travel groups of friends. The obstacle stubbornly preventing the Tompkins from getting to see the world was money. And, or I might as well say, not enough of it. The Tompkins were excited about reinventing themselves, but the, when they tried to make an offer on the house that they wanted, bad news came like a black cloud with the home inspection. The home needed a major roof repair, and it was going to cost about, I say major roof repair, it was only going to cost $3,500, but they didn't have it. The seller didn't have it. The mortgage company required this to be repaired before closing since, like Tom said, it affected the structure and habitability of the house. Well, it looked like a stalemate between the Tompkins and the mortgage company, but they actually worked it out by having the seller agree to pay the roofer on the day it closed, the day the loan closed. So then the sellers had the money to give the Tompkins, and the Tompkins didn't have to come out of it out of pocket, so everybody was happy. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, and Tom King's in the house, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with Partridge World in Carterville, Tennessee. You're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Keep 
Okay, we're talking about <laughs> on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today, will the home appraisal give me the value I need? Because they're going higher, and they're going to higher ground, and the forecast is they're going to continue to do this for a long time. So uh, great investment in real estate right now, if you're looking at those numbers. It's a great investment for buyers because of the low interest rate. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got Tom King in here. And Tom, what's your phone number? 901-487-6989. We're going to do something we like to do every week, and that is... The Real Estate Tip of the Week, and I believe, Tom King, you have our Real Estate Tip of the Week. Yes, I got a call from one of my old, uh, old I'm not going to say old real estate <laughs> friends, <but laughs> yesterday, and he says, I've got a house where you enter on one level, on the ground level, so to speak, and then you go down a flight of stairs, and then there's another whole house under there. Uh-huh. Uh, but basically, it's below grade on one side, and then you walk out into a lake or something mm-hmm. like that. And said, how do I value that? And I said, well, number one, it cannot be included in the heated living area because the appraisal form says heated living area above Above grade. And they used to be a little lenient on that, but they're not anymore. So that is a home with a basement. Even though it's finished out. It's finished out. looks just like the the rest of the house. I, I did one that overlooked the lake. And uh, it, you know, the agent said it was uh, nineteen hundred square feet, and I measured it, and it was it was you know like nine hundred or a thousand square feet with a nine hundred square foot basement. Wow! And that that killed the value of it. So that's one of the things. Another quick one I saw. This happened to me. I was cutting my grass, and I I was looking at the the side of the house I never see. And I saw water coming out of the uh, out of one of the uh, tubes that was coming Uh-oh. out of the house, and I said, "Oh wow!" I looked upstairs, and there was a I had a busted hot water heater. So uh, look around the side of your house. <laughs> look around the part of the house that I say the blind side of your house, and uh, you may be surprised at what you see because I made a call and uh, I had to replace my water heater. So uh, check that out too. You know, I've told this story many times about the Mueller's, but the reason I tell it is because it's so indicative of so many clients that have really jumped out and been able to make their dream home come true now because we have this very unique situation with some of the highest values we've ever seen on these houses and the some of the lowest rates we've ever seen just that combination a lot of people I'll, I'll talk to they'll say oh well you know we've thought about selling our house and we'd get a lot more for our house but the house we want is is a lot bigger we've always wanted to live over there but we'd have to pay a much higher price for it too so we just decided we'd stay i'm like have you done the numbers let's do the numbers because the interest rate being so low, and the, like I'm just giving an example, the twos and threes on these rates, that alone can overcome the obstacle of having to pay more for the, for the bigger house. If you're selling your house, you're getting a lot on it to put down on the bigger house. Even though that bigger house is more, you're going to be amazed at how affordable that payment is because of the rate is so powerful. And that's another thing that's why the values are increasing. Uh, you know, the same note will get you a lot more house now. So that makes... <laughs> 
that makes the the housing values go up. It, it really does, Tom. And like for the Mueller's, I'm just using their example because I've already done their numbers. But in 2018, they had looked at moving at that big into that bigger neighborhood where some of their friends and family lived, but it was going to cost them $800 more a month, which was just cost prohibitive for them. Their house was that time was probably worth around 400 or so, and they were trying to buy you know into a six or seven hundred dollar uh, seven hundred thousand dollar neighborhood. But today, well, I say last year is when they closed, they were able to do that, and their payment was only like $300 more a month to get into an $800,000 house. It, it, it is, that was affordable for them. They were so happy. We were celebrating at closing. I want to just take a moment and thank our sponsors, Talk Shop. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central, and you can go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S H O P P E.com, and click on the events tab. You'll see our virtual Zoom web address there. And this Wednesday, April 28th, 2021, Talk Shop presents The Mastermind Principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Talk Shop events are free thanks to supporters like Tim Gilliland of Backup RX. A Backup RX is great when you need to recover lost data from your computer, and uh, you can call Tim or email Tim, and BackupRx.com can get you back up again. Thank you to Talk Shop sponsor Ed Hill of Masters Roofing for making Talk Shop's free education and networking free to our community. Uh, We appreciate you, Ed, and for an expert roof repair or replacement, call Ed Hill at 901-273-6594. Thank you to Talk Shop's newest sponsor, Susan David. Is your website broken or unfinished? Susan David can fix it. Contact her at webandstorymedic.com. The marketplace is opening up again. Don't forget to spend time with those people that you love. And what, what what a great memory you can make today with your loved ones. There's no better time to do that than today subscribe to at joe joe garner.com that's joegarner.com you get our weekly blog post real estate mortgage shop with the podcast conveniently in your inbox every week real estate mortgage shop reminds you to make your plan let's work your plan if the deal works for you today let's do it, do today. it today that's right got some quotes a couple quotes number one this is from warren buffett price is what you pay value is what you get Here's another one, Tom. I love this one. Sometimes you never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. And that's from Dr. Seuss. Oh, that's that's great. You know, and Joe, you know, I was just thinking that, you know, this is probably the most fun I've had in this business. Uh, years ago, you know, when when things were not as good, uh, I'd be the last person that uh, a person would see before they lost their house. You know, they I do foreclosure work and, and uh, that's really depressing. And uh, or I do a drive by appraisal and see the homeowner, the person in the house walking around and knowing that they may not be living there in, in a few months. And uh, uh, right now it's uh, I go into a house and someone says, you know, if I can get this house refinanced, I, I can uh, pull some cash out. I can fix up my house. I can get in better shape. One guy said, I've been working on my credit for two years, and I've finally been able to 
refinance my home and <laughs> now I can save even more money. And, and it's it's really a fantastic time to be doing what I'm doing or or I, I see the sometimes I'll see the home buyer at the at the house where I'm doing the appraisal. I said, hey, man, you got it. You got it. <laughs> he said, yes, we did. And so we're so excited. I said, well, I wish you luck. And it's, it's just a great time to be uh, in this business and doing what I do. Well, you do it with passion. And, and I think we appreciate all of those professionals out there. Do what you do with excellence. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And we'll catch you guys next week on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I hope it is.